Guys, I think I'm ready to I think I'm ready to to play. I came ready and I'll die ready. That's not true. You left to go get your character sheet. Okay, I forgot one the second time sheet. I came, I came ready. <laughs> Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band who solves mysteries while they're on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing a super chill Fearbolg. He's finally able to use his Ma's old shield with the family labyrinth carved into its front. He's a lore bard and the bass player for the band Dark Lancer, and is pretty bad with names. Hey there, I'm Nora, and I'm playing the lore bard, Windy Snowy Mountains. Windy's an experienced traveler and performer who's also a snow leopard to boxy. She likes playing her ukulele around a campfire, and her cat-like curiosity makes her ask a lot of questions. Windy's also praying to the cat lord for a rockin' show at Dreamlancer's next stop. Hello, I'm Brayton, and I'll be playing Staff again today. Staff is a changeling guitar player in the band Dreamlancer, but his bandmates have yet to discover his true identity. Staff often parades around in the form of Roger Stewart, but we'll see what other personas show up this session. The gang finds themselves on the road again, traveling with their good old trusty horse, Valerie. <laughs> I look around. You see trees. But not a whole ton Wait, of them. In front of us and all on all sides, we're not actually on a road? No, you're on a road. Okay. Who's driving? Is it really driving? Valerie's not driving. It. Yeah, that's literally what the term means. It's like a cart, though. Wait, it's not like uh, you can't ride in it, can you? I thought we could. Did you get the one you can ride in? I don't remember. We didn't get the carriage. We got the cart that you could ride in. That you could ride so in. So we wagon. sleep in it. We got the wagon. So can you sit on it? Is it like a big red wagon as opposed to a little red Wait, wagon? It's not red, is it? I don't know if we ever painted it. It might just be wood colored. When we do get paint, let's paint it black with white dots that look like stars and then like a three colored or four colored rainbow streaking across it. Can it be like and it pink, says Void Lancer? Yellow and like teal? Sure. Can we put a lance on it? Like, yeah. Like, so it's like oh. dreamy, like night sky with a lance. Why don't we have a like lance a running horizontally along the length of it? And then the rainbow's coming off each side of the mm -hmm. lance. Yep. Yep. Like a flag kind of. You hear in the distance fanfare. Is fanfare the term for thing? When there's like, yeah. That's like yeah. fanfare means like crowds cheering and mm -hmm. stuff. But and trumpets. There are things called fanfare trumpets and they're long and skinny and they have flags hanging off of them. And they only make like two notes. Well, don't they make like they're a like whole bugles. bugle range? Yeah. So they make do, me, and soul for like a couple octaves. And then when you get to the high partials, they make like other things like seconds and stuff. Do, me, and soul, and Ray. G. <laughs> G is soul. It depends on what key you're in. Did you know that back in the day they had uh, crooks? Yeah, there have always Robbers, been thieves. The world's oldest profession, it's called. Oh, well, I was talking about profession. the trumpets and the trombones. They had they stole trumpets. They didn't have like a slide yet, and so they had different lengths of tubing that you would put in the slide and you, trumpet. And then your instrument played in a different key. Mm. I can't remember what they're called. Elbows. Nixon, though, he's not a crook. No, he played the saxophone. What? That's Clinton. Every president, Every president plays, plays the, the saxophone. saxophone. 
Is it true? Except for the ones before the saxophone was invented. Nixon. Because they did have to invent the saxophone. When was the saxophone invented? Like, I don't know, like, not that long ago. Like 1910. I do. This is a little like ethnocentric, but I thought we were talking about American presidents. I guess technically there were presidents before America, but like, I thought the saxophone was older than America. Is it, I don't think it is. Are you serious? I thought it was before. I thought it was like the early 1800s. I thought it was like... Invented by Saxophonius Maximus. Sounds Roman to me. Yeah, if it was, if it was by Saxophonius Maximus, then probably Roman... Yeah, but the first saxophone was invented by the Belgian instrument maker Adolf Sax in the early 1840s. I was wrong. I claimed 1910. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Yeah. 1840, we have to go back in time to fix this fiasco of nature. (laughs) Yeah, right, dude. Saxophone, it's nice because it's a very versatile instrument. It's true. Clarinet's better. Okay. (laughs) I didn't say that. Let's just keep, let's get back to the story here. Okay, okay, okay. I'd like to strike up a conversation with the Fearbolg. Hey there, big guy. Hey there, man. How's your day going? All right, I guess. You? I'm I'm doing pretty good. What did you think of our recording session back in Bakerstown? Bakersfield. Bakersfield. Bakersfield Town. Uh, I don't know. I think it went pretty well. You think we're going to make it big? I think probably we have to keep on trucking, you know? So I gotta gotta be real honest with you here, big guy. I'm really curious by nature, and it's not that I mind calling you big guy, but I really want to know what your name is. I don't really want to get into it, you know. It's not. I'm not really into names. How come? I I don't. It's like a thing. Like my family's not really into names. I'm more into like, you know, whatever you're into at the time or doing at the time. That's what's important to you, and so that's what I would refer to you as. But I know you like names, and that guy over there likes names, so I'll call you guys your names. Have you ever talked to a therapist about your dislike of names? Never. Hmm. Okay. He did, but it was a fear bulk therapist. (laughs) Yeah, and they were like... That's reasonable. All right. Well, what are you hoping to get out of this tour? Like, at the end of it, what are you going to do with all your fame and glory? I don't know. Go back to the forest and hang out with my family again. And tell them all the songs. Do you have, like, nieces and nephews or, like, siblings? I have a nephew. And this is the watch that he gave me. It's uh, not super useful because it's a sundial. But it reminds me of him. That's cute. Uh, As long as you're facing the right way, I guess. Yeah, it was a good idea. How about you? What's your family like? Well, Tabaxi, we have big families. Several cats to a litter. And I have... a five siblings and like 10 aunts and uncles and lots of little nieces and nephews. And I'm pretty much the favorite because I I go out in the world and then I bring them cool stuff back, little presents and stuff. Nothing that costs that much, but they like shiny things. And sometimes I bring them a ball of yarn, you know, and then I tell them stories about my time out here in the, in the world, but I haven't been home in quite a few years. What do you think you'll do if we go back? I think I would stay there for a while, but I think my place is out here in the world for at least a few more years. Not ready to retire yet. How about you? 
Roger Stewart. What's up? Oh. Oh, we were just talking about what we're going to do after we make it big. Oh, I got a um I got a lady back home. Yeah, she's um I don't think we have the best relationship, but like I love her, you know. So, go hang out with her some more, I think. Does she miss you when you're on the road? Do you, does she like write you letters and stuff? Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. Well, that's good. You know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, she um it's like weird because she's a little older than I am. Ooh, older lady. But uh, you know, I don't know. It was, it was worth it. But I do have to, like, I need. I had to leave her because I had to get back into my education. Your barred education. Yeah, but then I came out on the road too because, like, I love music. So. So you think she'll come to one of our shows sometime? Like, if we probably like, probably not. She does. She hate she does music? other stuff. No, she likes music. Because that seems like a central point of contention right there. She yeah, if you, yeah, if you were dating someone that didn't like music, you got to break up with them. That's just the facts. Hey, do you, I perk my ears up. Do you guys hear something? It's not like a war call. It's like a, you know. Do you guys hear that? Do I hear it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's distant, but it's, like, kind of quiet. You guys want to go to that party? Probably should. I mean, it sounds like it could could be a party, could be, like, a beheading. They probably still need a band to play it, you know? Yeah. Okay, let's go check it out. Okay. We head down the road. As you continue down the road, you see a whole bunch of carriages and wagons and stuff. They're all lined up in this huge field. But is there like separate parking? Is it like with Priuses where they're like carriages only in this section for electric recharging? No. So we can park anywhere. Yeah. Is there any like parking attendant? No, it seems slightly chaotic. There's slight organization because there's like rows in case someone has to leave. They're not all parked in, you know, but like they're all lined up. And there's a bunch of people standing behind their carriages with like grills, grilling some hamburgers and hot dogs. Everybody's having a lot of fun and they're throwing balls around. But you notice keenly that a lot of the people on the left side of the road are wearing silver and red primarily. And a lot of people on the right side of the road are wearing gold and purple primarily. A lot of people are wearing their shirts have large numbers on them. Do we recognize this uh, phenomenon from the world? Uh, roll a knowledge people check. 11. History. It's got to be called history. 20. 19. Staff recognizes that this is clearly some sort of sporting event because that's a little bit obvious. But Wendy and this fear bulb over here, TBP. Wendy and TBP immediately recognize it as Mage Ball. Mage Ball? Mage Ball. Mage Ball. What else do we know about Mage Ball? Well, Seeing as how you guys are the ones that rolled really well, you clearly know more about Mage Ball than I do. So maybe you can tell me some of the things about Mage Ball you know. They use a ball. They might fly around on brooms. Brooms? There are three hoops. I'm pretty sure. Wait, is this a Harry Potter? It's not Quidditch. In Mage Ball, you have to have the wizardy skills of magic. And you have to be able to make the ball invisible and get it to the next person 
but they have to be able to see it. I think it's like basketball, but the wizard, the, the hoops are up really high, so you have to levitate to get it into the hoop. And also you can do stuff like float the ball in the air instead of dribbling it. How many people are on each team? Three. Five. It's unbalanced. The one, the offense is three and the defense is five. And then you switch every term. Every term. Okay. (laughs) How many terms are there? Seven. Unless there's a tie and then they have a death round. Wait, how do you tie seven terms? (laughs) What happens in the death round? I think it might be death. No, no, no. In the death round, all players must return. All. All of the players. Like anyone on the sidelines. They have to return... And they have to stand in the field in a big circle. Uh huh. Oh, this is played on a field? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You you hadn't mentioned it. It's a dirt field, but it's a field. That would have been a thing you would mention. Oh, I don't know how (laughs) to do it. Before you mentioned the death round. (laughs) Wait, that's that's fine, but what happens? What do they have to do? They all get in a big circle, and it's like every other person, every other team. Red team, yellow team. Red team, yellow team in a circle alternating around. So all the teammates are in this big circle. And every other person's from the different team because there's only two teams competing and they all have to like go to their bags because when you come to mage ball, you come with three skulls. Okay. And you have to juggle the three skulls. Okay. And you have to juggle them so that you juggle and then, and then you have to juggle it at the same time to the person to your left in the circle on your team. As the other team has to juggle and pass one to the right. Oh, so you have to weave them between. Yeah, yeah. And whoever drops one first loses. And that's the, you said that's the that's tie the breaker. death round? That's death round. That's death round. Okay. So normally you can win by scoring points, but sometimes you have to be really good at juggling. Well, they're allowed to levitate them. On very rare. Wait, you're allowed to levitate <laughs> no, the skulls no, you're no, juggling? No, 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 that's cheating. But it's precision levitation, and the other team can cheat and, like, anti-levitate your levitation. Anti-levitate? Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe it's the, the you have to make it look like you didn't make it levitate. It has to look like a natural yeah. arc. Yeah, it has to look natural, like natural juggling. So there are judges that judge every arc? There's a form judge? <laughs> the judge alert! a different set of rules than I imagined. (laughs) How do you get normal points during the normal seven rounds? It's like basketball. I told you. Doesn't it go up through the hoop? Yeah. You have to do it from the bottom and the hoop's up like 20 feet. Okay. It's real high. How big is the hoop? Like, don't you throw skulls too? (laughs) Only for bonus points. Wait. Okay. What do you throw for regular points? It's kind of, it looks like a basketball. It's the same size, but it's black. It has orange stripes. And that goes up through the hoop. How big is the hoop? Only just wide enough to fit it. So, like, you have to have precision levitation. Got to get it, like, right through there. So, wouldn't it make it easier to throw skulls through because they're smaller? Yeah, but you only get one point for a skull and you get five points for the ball. Oh, okay. And you get more points if you levitate it in from farther away. Yeah, that makes sense. Wait, is it more difficult to levitate things from farther away? Yeah. Because it's a team sport, so I can levitate her, and she can levitate the ball. But it's still only 20 feet off the ground. 20 yards! 20 yards! 20 yards! 20 meters? What happens if you go in through the top of the hoop? It's negative. Negative. Negative points. So, like, a strategy might be to try to trick them into missing the hoop and then push it down through. Yeah, or let them get it through, but then you can push it back through, and it just cancels it out, you know? So, could you have a strategy that is just to push it down through your opponent's goal the entire time? Yeah. Well, let's uh, 
This sounds really exciting. I think we should go check this game out. Are you upset that you asked us to do this? No. I'm very happy. Do you wish we would have written the rules down? I feel like that's not all the rules. We might find out some more later. I hope it goes to a death round. What do you get you, Indy? Death match. I mean, sometimes I get a little excited. I've only ever seen one death round, and I'm a pretty avid mage ball subscriber. I have season tickets for the Trolley Town Terrifiers. Whoa. Are they playing here? What color are they? They're blue and pink, so I don't think so. It doesn't seem like those are the the players today. Well, let's check out. I'm excited to see what this is like. Do you know what, what teams these are with these colors? Do I? You clearly recognize that this is a game between the Warriors and the Regents. Yeah, that's the Warriors and the Regents that are playing. Oh, sick. Which one? Is it um, the Warriors or the red? Yeah, red and silver. Mm-hmm. Nice. They're both pretty good. I, I haven't heard a lot about them on the circuit. Is this a, is this pro league play or is this like oh, yeah. college ball? Professional. Mage ball is like um similar status to like XFL. You got to really be into it to to be into it. Okay. Is this the final game of the year? This is Mage Bowl 16. You get through a bunch of the carriages and you see a giant sign that says Mage Bowl 16 Warriors at Regents. Does it say what the town is? You, what are the regents? You, well, you you jumped the gun with the questions. You already passed a sign a while ago. Whenever I was talking to the fear bulk about what his name is. See how it's not important, Nora? Yeah, but do you think the town's name is important? No, but I do need to write it down, though. All right. What really happened was you came across a giant sign that said, Welcome to Consville, home of Mage Bowl 16, Warriors versus Regents. While you're headed towards the sign, you see uh, this guy walk up. He's got one of those trilbies or whatever with a card in it that says press on it or whatever. And he's like, hey there, travelers. We're taking a little pull for the Consville Courier. What's your opinion on the recent ruling to continue the ban on Invisible Servant in any Mage Ball games? Well, I'll- And how do you think it affects the balance between scholarly magicians and uh, uh, natural-born magicians that uh, use natural magic and... And what? And how they, you know, they can't both cast that spell, so it's really a handicap to only one of them? Is this like your first day working for the paper? No, I'm just writing down a... Take a deep breath, man. You got it. Oh, that was such a long sentence. Start to say it again? What are you going to do with this poll information? We're going to publish it in our newspaper. Well, I'll say I'm a relatively new fan of Mage Ball, but I don't see any reason why you wouldn't want Unseen Servants in. I think it just it raises the skill ceiling. And, you know, if you can't hang, you can't hang. That's just part of the game. My personal opinion is that I love the aspect of cheating in Mage Ball, and Unseen Servant allows more cheating, so I'm for it. Well, if it's legal, it's not cheating. Mm. Yeah, but you can do sneaky things. If there are more rules, there's more ways to cheat. So if you like cheating, you should want more rules so you can cheat more often. He's making a good point. I'm sticking with my original proviso. Which is not normally a position that a poll like information collector would do, <laughs> but I think he's new to the job. What about you, big guy? What's your opinion? Oh, man. I was just actually wondering, like, the last time I watched one of these matches, it was really interesting because they had a couple people who were, like, bards and mages. So it was really entertaining because they would, like, sing and play. Is there is that going to happen? Is there? Do you know if there's, like, a halftime show? Like, I'm, I'm just want to hang out and see the music, really. 
Oh yeah, there's always a halftime show at the Mage Bowl. Yeah, I'm really here. I mean, I'm in it for that. Huge man. acts from all around. Axes, huge axe. ones. Do you know who's playing? Um, let me think. Yeah, as part of Mage Bowl, do they have any group activities where you can like play a sample game? We got a team of three. We could play offense. Oh, I meant I want to play oh, the yeah. halftime show. Yeah, I, want, I meant who's playing the halftime show. He's like, oh, yeah, it's uh, Crooked Bones. Crooked Bones? Yeah, man. And then you look over to the sign that says the big Consville. Welcome to Consville, home of the Mage Bowl 16 Warriors versus Regents. And then it says featuring artist Crooked Bones. And there's a guy on a ladder, and he's pulling the sign out from the like slats that hold it in there. He's pulling out the crooked bones part? He's pulling out the crooked bones part. What's he doing? We gotta go... Wait. Take a deep breath. Was that enough information for your poll? I'll mark you down as two yes and one no. Great, thanks. Yeah, man. Sick. Peace, dude. Okay, see ya. Then we gotta go and ask this dude why he's taking that slat out. Okay. We make our way over there. Hey, man. What are you doing with that wood board there called a slat? He's like, oh, hey there. I'm just taking this down, you know. Is Crooked Bones not performing anymore? We heard that was the halftime show. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, uh, no official news. Uh, they just told me to take the sign down. I think, uh, don't worry about it. I'm sure there's going to be a halftime show. It's going to be tons of entertainment. Don't you guys worry about that at all. That's the only thing we worry about. Well, and the death match, too. Round. Yeah. Death round. Yeah. I like mag ball, mage ball. Uh, who's in charge of the uh, halftime show? Oh, that's going to be uh, Sheil. Good old Sheil Umbelli. These two people walk over. One's a tall lady with a blue suit and a purple turtleneck. And one is um, a broad-shouldered man who's balding on the top and he's wearing a purple suit. He's still got hair on the sides, though. So they walk over to that guy on the ladder. The lady says to him, oh, yeah, good. You're taking that sign down already. She's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know, where are you guys? You guys right there? Yeah, like right to the side. Talking to that slat dude. I'm inconspicuously looking in our wagon. But I think that my two bandmates are just staring at them. Nah, we're playing hacky sack. So they walk over and the lady says to the guy on the ladder, and she's like, hey, Mert, good job, Mert, you're getting that done already. And then uh, she turns to the other guy in the purple suit and she says, yeah, man, I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't have a band lined up. The other guy goes, you think you got problems? A band's not even a problem. If we can't find both of these teams, then they look at you guys real quick and like, oh, uh, uh, don't worry about it, guys. Nothing. We're talking about a different event. Uh, then they turn around, they start walking away from you. And Mert closes up the ladder and carries it and walks with them. I follow them. Yeah, then we run after them and we're like, hey, they're, we're banned. They're like, oh, what's going on? We heard you need a band. Uh, excuse us, miss. Uh, yeah, yeah. My mom told me never eavesdrop, and so I never do. But I accidentally did overhear that you might be in need of a rock and roll band. Oh, no, the entertainment's already all lined up, and uh, don't worry about it. We're definitely going to, definitely a big, we have a big show I lean in real close and I say, hey. You might have a band right in front of you that's willing to dress up as any band you want for the right price. I would like to try to persuade her and say, hey, we're from Dream Lancer. That's our band. And we would make a great halftime show. So you guys are in a band? Yeah, man. Are we ever? So you play a bunch of big shows like this. 
in front of crowds yeah. of yeah, thousands of people before. Absolutely. Yeah, All right. We, uh, we just laid down a new album. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was going to say, as long as I can he- find some way I could hear you guys play, we could like... Do we have that with us? That Matrix? Yeah. 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 Let me let me grab it. Is this the kind of thing that we can make it make noise or do we just have like a... Is it like owning a it's more laser like a, disc? It's more of, like a record. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's, music's on there if you can play it. Yeah. You need a player. But uh, she's like, oh, you guys have a Matrix. Yeah, for sure. She's like, all right, well, uh, let, me go, let me go to the office and listen to this and see if I think you guys are... Uh, How many copies do we have? One. Well, we should... We should come with you. Yeah. We can't lose that one. Um, That's the master. Oh, the master. My. Uh, All right. Yeah, come on with me. We'll uh, go check this out. Oh, what's your name, by the way? Oh, uh, you can call me Sheel. Mbelly. Nice to meet you, Sheel. Nice to meet you, Sheel. Is that short for she will or she shall? There are two E's in it. Oh. But no one calls me Sheel Mbelly. They either call me Sheel or they call me, like, Miss Mbelly. But no one calls me Miss Mbelly. Okay. Because that's offensive. Right on. My name's Raj. Oh, hi, Raj. This here is Wendy. Hi, Wendy. And this here is uh, the bass player. Hey, what's up, bass player? What's up? Cool. Let's head over to my office, and we'll check this out real quick, and we'll see if uh, maybe we have an opportunity for you guys. Great. And the broad-shouldered man in the purple suit goes, well, looks like you're having better luck than me. Let me know what happens with that. I'll uh, try to figure out what's going on on my end. And he starts to walk away. And then she'll starts heading toward what you somehow haven't noticed until now. There's this enormous coliseum. Bum, bum, bum. Are there trumpets? Yeah. There's just like everybody in the entire, there's this huge like roar of the crowd of people that are tailgating and a bunch of them are playing music and a bunch of them are, you know, uh, playing instruments and stuff like that. So, you know. So, Shio, when does the game start? Uh, well, it's supposed to be tonight. I mean, it's tonight. Um, yeah. And then, as you guys know, you play between the fourth and the fifth term, which is a regular word that we would use for... Mage ball. Mage ball. I have heard of sports before. I'll have you know. Uh, no, I can tell, by the way, you made very concise set of rules that were very logical and definitely hit the important parts of the... How to play the sport. Tell us about this Coliseum. Is it dirt on the inside? It's definitely the mage ball. Oh, yeah. It's ma- yeah, this mage field. ball. It's dirt field. Yeah. Well, so whenever they want to play like uh barbarian ball, then they come and they put down the grass and squares. But then whenever it's mage ball, they take up the... Does barbarian ball have like a checkerboard pattern with grass and dirt? Yeah. But they Cause soak that way it you with a which... hose, so then it's grass and mud? Yeah, so you know what zone you're in. So your team is the Conville... Consville Regents? Oh, no. So Consville just uh, got selected to host the Mage Bowl. It gets moved around a lot so that, you know, all some of the other cities get a chance to play it. The Consville Carnage got knocked out pretty early. So it's a sweet team name. Yeah. Well, you know. What cities are the two teams that are playing in the Mage Bowl from? Oh, uh, well, this is the Rangleford Warlords and the Buckminster Regents. Oh, cool. It's only confusing the chemists that use reagents. I mean, alchemists, because we're in fantasy world. Oh, alchemists that use our reagents. <laughs> our reagents. Who are we talking to? Shield. Oh. And and so you don't work for either team or the city. You work for the UMBL. L? The UMBL? 
What's the U stand for? United. Uh, no, I uh, I work for the Consville Coliseum. I uh, do event organizing. Well, I work for a company that works for the con. You know, what kind of events do you normally do? Like weddings? <laughs> no, mostly like large sporting events, uh, conventions, uh, rock shows, beer tasting. Yeah, we have a beer event once a year. We have about uh, thirty-seven breweries that show up for that. Sweet, nice. It's a big. It's a big event. That sounds awesome. Do you guys ever get the Odd Odd Ale at the beer festival? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Odd Odd Brewery shows up. Um, Represent. Bring, you know, one or two. That's Are you guys from Odd Odd? Odd Odd for life. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, I've been there once. They. Uh, you know. I went to camp there. These guys. Yeah, there's a camp there. That's a big industry. What was there? Oh, they make uh, steel cables. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know a lot about Odd Odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the camp is where Big Guy and I learned the rules of Mageball. Well, oh, it's yeah? where I taught you the rules of Mageball because I'm so much older than you. Well, you learned that little kitty Mageball, not pro Mageball. Oh, I didn't know there was any difference. Oh, yeah. Well, pro Mageball, you can use like second level spells. Oh, sweet. And it's full contact. Yeah, well, yeah, it's all full contact. Oh, yeah, may- uh, maybe the camps are not full contact, but even like uh, high school mage ball is full contact. I'm excited to see this game. Sounds like it's going to be really exciting. That's what makes mage ball beautiful. Not just physical, but also mental. And not just mental, but also physical. What do you call it when it's both not just one thing, but also another thing? But Bi- both of them? Full figured. No, I think that's. Bilateral. I don't think it's either. I think that whole brain. I think that the thing I'm describing is like a nonsense concept. Doppelobel. That yeah that, yeah yeah. That's why they call it. That's why it's doppelobel. That just means those are like, my favorite sports, man. I think doppelobel means like um, you got a. It's like math creative and, and analytical. Yeah yeah. Are we to the building yet? They say your brain is your strongest muscle. Yeah, I always say that. But only people that don't understand the muscular system say that. I thought the strongest muscle was the tongue. Then we just go like, uh-huh. And then we just do that awkward thing where we stop talking until we get to the place. Because the conversation's turned weird. The conversation turns dry and everyone walks in silence for another 20 minutes. Hey, well, there's no way it's 20 minutes away. There's like a mile and a half. Hey there, groupies. Brayton here. Thanks for listening to Bardic Mystery Tour. Everything's the same as it always is, except for that small pandemic that we're all dealing with. Um... I hope you're staying safe. I hope everything's going well for you and your family and friends. And if you want to find out more about Bardic Mystery Tour, remember to go to bardicmysterytour.com. That will link you to all of our social media platforms and our Patreon, which if you have the means, we would appreciate it, but don't feel pressured. Um, If you do sign up as a patron on the Patreon, then we will mail you a postcard from every city we go to. Uh, There are some other rewards, so you can go ahead on there and check it out if you're interested. Thanks a lot. Let's get back to the story. So anyway, you walk to the rest of the way to the Coliseum in silence. And uh, she takes you in like a side entrance that goes to like a small hallway that has an office in it that has her name on it. It says, Sheel and Belly, event producer. She goes in and she has this box on her desk that she puts the Matrix in and like... Closes the flap that's on top of it, and there's a little play button she pushes, and it plays your song. Pudding, 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 
And she's like, oh, yeah, man, that's pretty good. You guys are pretty good. Yeah, we know. Thanks. Yeah, I'm so actually, I'm kind of surprised you haven't heard of us before. We might have to look for a new talent agency because it seems like we're not getting marketed as much as we're the we most used to be. famous band from Ottawa ever. Yeah, I mean, uh, as long as it's a, just a halftime show, we don't. There's not a full set, so if you guys can play like three songs or something like that. Oh yeah, actually, um, we should discuss our rider and stuff. Do you want us to just write it down and, and hand it to you so you have time to look at it? No, tell me all of it right now. Okay, well. What's Go a rider? Uh, this isn't looking good. A rider is something you put on to the right. You put it with the contract. So it's like you sign a contract and the rider's like also this stuff. And it's all things that are like, make sure there's a bowl full of green M&Ms in the green room. Yeah. That's some of the, like the kind and of the crazy stuff. Yeah. But a lot of times it has more reasonable stuff too. Like we only use cool ice brand water. We need a runner available to us to run to a music store and pick up equipment that needs to be picked up. I mean, it is also the place where you put things that were like, we're officially sponsored by Aquafina or something like that. So, like, we, you have to make sure it's actually, actually our brand of water we're drinking on stage. Like, things like that. You'd also yeah. put that in there. But there are these famous cases of people that put ridiculous things in. To make sure I they get that red. They, yeah, they do it just so they make yeah, yeah. sure it was red. Huh? So, what do you want on that rider there, man? I guess we, I'm not super worried about the rider so much as like the actual contract. Like we should make sure that if we play at all, if we play for a second, then we make our normal fee, which is a thousand thousand gold gold per per song. Per song. Well, we got to negotiate. You know what I mean? Uh oh. Okay. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we're doing a contract negotiation right now. I hate negotiating. She's like, well, we were only going to pay uh, Crooked Bones 2000 for their whole set. You could, I guess you could play two songs, but uh, we were hoping to get three songs out of you. So, well, give us a second to uh, deliberate. For long songs. I mean, we're only trying to fill like a, you know, like a 12 minute. 10 minute. Yeah. All right. Uh, give us a second to deliberate and we'll, we'll just step over to the corner. Then we go over to the corner together. You know that part where, like, we briefly overheard them talking about the fact that the teams are missing? Listen, hear me out. 2,000 gold is plenty, so we should just say yes to this? As long as it's even if we don't play, though, man. Oh, yeah, you like want if, it to like be? if the yeah. event gets canceled, right? Okay. Like, if a dragon comes in and eats everyone? Let's say, what do you think about this? We'll say, all right, we'll do it for 2,000. But there needs to be a contingency that if the event doesn't happen, we still get a third of the money. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Break. Wendy, tell her. Uh, Sheila, we've talked it over, and we've decided that we're willing to take the 2,000 gold, but we are going to need you to put in a provision that if the event is canceled and we're not allowed to play, we will still get a third of that. Oh, um, our standard contract includes a thing that says, like, if the event has to be canceled for any reason, then, like, we're not paying out. So, uh, I can't yeah, do that. you're the event director. I'm sure you have the purview I to don't change have, that. No, I don't have any budgetary control. Uh, it really comes down to, if we cancel the event, we're paying all the tickets back. So, basically, the budget's gone. A guarantee? So, you've never heard of a guarantee before? It's a industry standard. I've heard of them, but, uh, we don't, we don't do those. Especially right. not for a pickup band, so... All right, well, what do, you, what do you think, Raj? Well, if we're still around, then we'll play it then. But, like, we can't guarantee that we can hang out for something that we don't know is going to happen, you know? Sure, I get it. Takes the Matrix out. She's like, I mean, if, you're not, if you don't want to sign the contract, I'm still looking for people so I can find someone else. I think she's beat us. I there's, think we uh, there's bands that come through all, all right, the you time. You know what? There might be another band that I heard pulled in 
I take that out of her hand and I sign my name, but I shove it back at her before they can see what my name is. All right. So she knows my name. Look, we understand you're kind of in a tight spot, so we'll sign it, take a load off you. But, uh, you know, you got to let us use your, your painting bay because we need to do a new paint job on our wagon. Painting bay? Um, yeah, in the Coliseum where they do all their paint jobs. You can use, like, the garage. Perfect. All right. You got some leftover paint that we can use, too? No. All right. I think we take this while we're on top. All right, cool. We signed the contract, too. All right. So you guys leave. So I have a question. What? Like, we saw the sign that said, Welcome to Consville. But I assume we're, like, at the state. Like, we're at the Coliseum, and that's probably, like, not really in town. Yeah, it's, like, right outside of town. Okay. So that it can be next to the large field where they put all the uh, wagons and carts and carriages. But they have a bunch of people have like carriages that have like a tailgate on the back that they flip out. Yeah. They just have a little short girl. They just leave up on the tailgate. Just cook it right there. I would like to look around for a trustworthy child. Trustworthy child. Yeah. While you're looking for a trustworthy child, a carriage pulls in. It's completely black. And on the side it says Death Saves in white. (sighs) And you see Death Saves. Two black stallions pulling. Yeah. And then in the front you see Johnny Necrotic sitting next to Kana and he says, Oh, they don't have a band listed under the halftime show. Maybe we get a show tonight. And Kana goes, Do we hear them say that? On a roll perception check. Twelve. Five. 21. All right, Roger hears him. See, Johnny Necrotic, he's a little bit boisterous, so, you know, he wasn't trying to keep any secrets. You might not have heard Kana. She was a little, maybe, quieter. Oh, the, the squawking bird was quieter than the guy talking? Yeah, well, she has a little more, like, humility. All right, I just ignore them, and we go and put the cart away, because I'm going to smirk, right? But I don't want to... I don't want to give away our, our spot. Well, that's why I want to find a trustworthy child so that we can give him, like, a copper and they'll watch our cart. Yeah, I think that's sure smart. Make sure our stuff doesn't get stolen. I think that's real smart. Yeah. So, can I look for a trustworthy child? Yeah, you find a kid. That was easy. He's got freckles. How trustworthy is he, though? <laughs> He's got freckles. Hey, kid, come over here. Why? We have a business proposition for you. Oh, yeah? What's in it for me? One copper. What? Is that a lot? That's not. No, that's that's basically nothing. I don't know. It's for not nothing. Kid? Does Listen, he come over? From each of us. He's like, I'm listening. What's your name, kid? Red. It's nice to meet you. This is my band. We're called Dream Lancer. My name's Wendy. And we just got signed to play the halftime show. So we're a pretty big deal. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And we need somebody that looks, you know, really strong like you. I'm pretty tough. To watch our stuff so that no- nobody messes with it. Do you think that's something you could do for us? I don't know. I was probably going to go back to like my family and hang out with them. What if I give you two copper? All right. I'll do it. All right. We'll see you later then. All right. You just leave it parked like next to some more carts. No, we take it to the garage. Okay. With red. With red. He's like, I don't think I can go that far. I have to go back to my family. No, you have to stay with the cart the whole time or else you don't get the money. Well, I need the money now if I'm going with you. How about this? We'll give you two copper up front, and when we get back, if everything's good, we'll give you three more. Okay. Deal. Deal. All right. 
I'm worried he's just going to take the two and be pumped about it. You're not afraid you're going to get arrested for kidnapping? He No, we're not kidnapping him. Not until now I wasn't. He came voluntarily. <laughs> yeah, you know, like small children are usually considered to be able to decide to go with adults. and that's In the fantasy land they are. If anything, it's going to be a charge of like uh, endangering a minor or whatever. He doesn't even mind for precious metals so all right we take him to the garage but we don't drag him like he walks behind us or in front of us or on the cart is there a officer this kid came with me willingly i told him he could have some candy if he got in my van no money we didn't make him get in the van he did that on his own this is a trustworthy child he's not a narc hello aren't narcs like super trustworthy because like it's like tricky it's like a question of loyalty, not really trustworthiness. I think this, it might be a moot point because there's probably a stable master at the garage. So when we get there, we can let him go. Whatever. I don't care. I just don't want like our stuff to get messed with. All right. You go to the garage. Is there a stable master? There's like a guard there. He's like, hey, this is for only people that are part of the event. Yeah. We're the band. What band? Dream Lancer from Ot Ot. Crooked Bones. No, no. Uh, they got canceled, and we filled the spot. We just talked to Sheil, and she told us to bring our, our wagon in here and park it in this garage. All right, well, you can put it right there. He points over on the side. He's like, but uh, I'm going to go check with Sheil, and if not, I'm pushing it outside. Sounds good. This is Red. He's going to keep an eye on our wagon for us, too. Until All right, you, Red, what's up? Until you get back. Okay. All right, and then we give Red two coppers out of Wendy's purse. And then Red gives the guard a fist bump. They're bros. All right, guys. Uh... Can we go to town and, like, I don't know, I was thinking about getting some armor, you know? We should probably get some place to sleep, too, you know? Yeah. Well, this thing's supposed to be tonight, right? Yeah. So we have to sleep after, so. Okay. Hey, Red. Yeah. You got any skills with a brush? No. You want to learn? No. Ain't nothing like on-the-job training. Kid's a dick. Yeah. Listen, we'll give you a silver piece. If you go find some paint, paint a night sky with a lance on the side of our wagon. All right. All right. Throw some rainbows on there, too. Okay. Okay. I need the money up front to buy the paint. (laughs) All right. I give him a silver piece. Okay. All right. We walk into town. Okay. So when you pass the Coliseum, the first thing you notice is a little kiosk. Called Dally Wayne's Fried Food Funnel Cakes and Corn Dogs. It's the first detached building, but it looks like it's like a kind of semi-temporary building. And then the next thing you see is a building called Hugo's. And it just says Hugo's, but there's a symbol on it that is like the Inganalian dollar sign. So it's like a bank, maybe? What does that look like? It's like a capital I with serifs that has like a little tiny equal sign in the middle of it. What are these? What's this currency called? Inganalian Magar. They come in gold and silver and copper denominations. And probably also like lesser denominations like steel. Nice. But we adventurers don't deal in the petty change. Do you think Hugo's is like a currency exchange? Do we see anybody coming in and out of there? Uh, it's not super huge, so it doesn't seem like it has a ton of traffic. And there's no one coming in out of it right now. Or maybe it's a betting place. Let's go to Hugo's. You walk into Hugo's. There's a man behind a counter. He's a large bearded man with a monocle. He's got huge ripped arms. And he's wearing like a button-up shirt with a notebook in the left breast pocket. 
So he's standing at a counter, and then there's like a like a bulkhead above the counter that's built down that has like a bunch of signs on it that are all like betting odds. They list the odds and like the odds are five to one. Yeah, whatever. Dude, I don't know if I'm betting. You you bet stuff like I bet that this team is gonna win by this many points, and this or like I bet that the score will be this to this, or that this team will have this many more points than the other one. Yeah, I think like football they usually of, like. Yeah normalize it with a spread so they say like oh the spread's like four points so you can like, pretty much bet anything you want now on sports yeah like, so that's literally anything yeah so there's a lot of that stuff it's like there's a ton of stuff you can bet whatever you does want does he have the things you do at work it's like a you you buy a or ticket pull, and, a pool yeah no i don't think there's a pool the mage ball pool or a pole I really appreciate that you were like, those things you do at work, and I knew what you meant, because everyone at work is like, you guys want to get in on this blah, blah, blah pool? And I was like, is it for swimming? And they're like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, me and all my coworkers get together sometimes. No, all my coworkers and I get together sometimes. All my coworkers. It doesn't matter, because it's a lie. Lies don't need proper grammar, Brayden. That's the truth we're learning today. I've made bets before. For no money about which team will win. I bet on a horse before and I won. Wow. A million dollars? No. All right. I all right. Do you guys want to bet anything? I do. I'm not big on the man behind the counter goes, Oh hello guys, how's it going? Pretty good. Are you Hugo by chance? I do happen to be Hugo. I'm here for all your betting needs. So what what's the minimum bet? This is supposed to be like a... Um, yeah, I thought he was like a big tough guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like a... You can be tough and have that voice. It's a visual game. I want you all to I know. I was working on. Yeah, it's more of a visual game. What's What's the minimum bet that we can place? I won't take anything even as low as a copper. Oh, that's great. Uh, which team's favored to win tonight? Ah, uh, the Regents. Only slightly. It's a tight, tight race. Well, what the are the spread's odds? only one point. Which, if you know anything about Mage Ball, that's a... Real tight spread. Tell me about I'm it. I'm so excited, guys. That means this is probably definitely going to go to the death. <laughs> Straight to the death round. Oh, you want to take the bet on the death round? Yeah. I want to bet on the death round. I didn't think I wanted to bet, but now I do. Is it whether or not it happens? Yeah. Well, there's a bet on whether or not it happens. And then there's a bet for who wins it that you get refunded if it doesn't go to it. Yeah. I want to put a gold down that it happens. What's the payout on that? That's got to be huge. Yeah. It's like 790 to 1. Yeah, I'll put a gold on that. Okay. Have you gotten a lot of bets for this game so far? Oh, yeah. big oh, Tons of bets right around the Mage Bowl, even, even when it's not here. What's like the craziest bet that you've gotten? Craziest bet I've gotten. For this game. Oh, for this game. You know what's weird is uh, I'm not, not 100%, you know, I'm not the best with faces since there aren't even TVs or newspapers. So I guess there are newspapers. We have a newspaper. So I don't know how I knew who it was, but I'm I'm pretty certain that it was Coronitis. The manager of the Regents came in and bet for the Warlords. What? That sounds like a conflict of interest. Well. How long have you lived in this town, sir? Guess I should have mentioned that confidential information. Now that you mentioned it, that's probably a breach of patient privacy or whatever. HIPAA are you, a, are you a doctor? Oh, yeah. In Consville, bookies are considered doctors. Interesting choice. Well, I don't make the laws. Well, I definitely want to place a bet. I'd like to place a 20 gold bet that the Regents will win. Oh, okay. What's the payout on that if it happens? Uh, 
Does the payout include what you put into it? You get back what you put in. Plus. Yeah, yeah, but you say it's so like if I, if I said like thirty nine, that's like close to even. Yeah, so like if it's a toss up, you probably like wouldn't 20. make very much. Right. Yeah, but what's the syntax of? But I don't the say response. nineteen. I say thirty nine. Yeah. Okay. Hey man, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put two gold. On the fact that it's definitely going to go to the death round. All right. Yeah. I also love death rounds, so I'd like to see it happen. We're all rooting for that, honestly. I'm really worried, because now that's so much money for us. If it goes to the death round, Ed's going to prevent it so he doesn't have to pay us out. Because it was 750 to 1. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for all the help, Hugo. Can you point us in the direction of a fine arms dealer? Yeah, man. Just up the street is... uh. Bagans Armory. Bagans? Bagans. B-A-E-G-A-N. Come on. Normal name. Bagans Armory. And uh, how about an inn where we could stay overnight? Oh, yeah. There's a couple inns. There's, uh, you know, the wild boar right up here. All right. Thanks, man. We'll be back to collect on our winnings. Yeah, man. I thought he might have told us a second in. By the way, he started the sentence, but then he didn't. So where are you heading? The wild. Well, we're going to go to the Bagans Armory. All right, you head up to Bacon's Armory. We slowly stroll towards the armory. Mm, We slowly stroll towards the armory. You come across an old-looking wooden building that may be slightly falling apart that has a sign on the front that says Bacon's Armory. And there's, like, uh, fake swords or something up on the wall, too. In what way are they fake? They're humongous and made out of wood? They're real... Sword-shaped signs, which makes them fake swords. Uh, I go in. I follow. I also go in. Inside, there is this lady wearing a weaponsmith outfit that looks a lot like a blacksmith outfit, but she only makes weapons. Nothing banal or mundane. Is there a sign up on the wall that says, No horseshoes, MFR? Yeah. Wow. It says, you want horseshoes, go down to Horseshoe Harry's. Wow. Fair we enough. sell weapons. They're for hurting people. Also armor. They're for not getting hurt. I was going to ask that question, but you answered it before I could, so that's good. And shields. Not technically armor, but still often categorized under the armor category. Now, as a person who is someone who works with metal and makes metal, and you describe their clothes as metal smithing clothing... <laughs> Right. I said weaponsmithing clothing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Weaponsmithing clothing. Um, you know how tailors have that measuring tape around their neck? Does this person have a measuring tape around her neck, but instead of it being made out of something flimsy, it's like, and it's made out of metal and it's really heavy? You know those meter sticks that like fold yes, up? like that. Into like a big box? They're like rigid. It's yeah. like rollers on like clicky hinges. Does she have one of those? Or is it folded up in her like apron pocket? Or does she just have like a like a metal band with like numbers etched on it, like a flimsy metal? Like what you want out of measuring tape is it to not be stretchy, so you couldn't use like leather, because that'd be awful. You'd have to use grass. Yeah, why would she have anything around her neck? But like measuring tape, why would she just have like a tool belt on and like a leather apron? Because armor is kind of like clothes. That's where I was going. She's going with this. It's somewhere between blacksmith and tailor. 
okay. and leather worker. And okay. like, it's like, you got to have a lot of skills to be an armor. You can't just be a blacksmith. Also, I want to point out blacksmiths only work with like iron, right? Or like iron and steel or something like that. Because like you go to the whitesmith to get your tin done. Or silversmith to get your silver done. Yeah. And the goldsmith to get your copper done. Pro- uh, you know, probably. And a chandler to get your candles dipped. Do they dip candles or just put them on like oh, fixtures they, they dip them. and light and them And a on cobbler fire? to get your pie. I think you should ask this lady about some armor. I was going to, but then I got it. I got off track. Okay. So she says, "Hi, I'm begging. What are you begging for?" I'm looking specifically for some armor. I sell armor, and particularly maybe some scale mail that would fit me, and hopefully maybe some of the scales look a little bit like leaves. You know, you want custom made scale no, mail? Just like two or three. You know, man. She's like, I don't know if I have any that have leaves for scales, but I got a set of scale mail. Does it fit me, man? I could probably size it up for you. I look at myself. So the scale mail is probably 50 gold, probably sizing it up. It's probably another 12 gold. All right. Um, I'll take it, man. All right. So do I have to like stand with my arms out while you make sure it fits? Yeah, she's going to measure you a little bit. I do it. See? She needs to... Now who's got egg on their face? Just a regular tape measure would be good for this. You know, regular tape measures are made out of metal if you buy them at, like, Lowe's, and they're not those wooden clicky ones. The properties that make it good for measuring you for clothing make it also equally good for measuring you for armor. While she's measuring the big guy, I just want to ask, excuse me, mistress... She's like, excuse me, I'm busy right now. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm in the middle of a task. Okay, I'll just wait until you're done then. I keep holding my arms out to the side. All right, she finishes measuring the bass player. I was going to ask if there are, if you carry any magical weapons. Uh, Yeah, I got like, um, I got this one magical sword. It's a magical long sword. What's it do? It's magical. Yeah, what kind of magic though? Wizard magic. If it's a longsword, does that mean it's two-handed? No. It means it, it's... Diverse. That's uh, not the right word. No, I can't think it's of the right really word. It's really close to the right word. I had it. Versatile, which means you can use it one-handed or two-handed. So uh, this magic longsword, how much are you asking for it? 2,000 gold. Well, I don't have that much. Same. Maybe we can come back after the show, you know? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to see, you know, what was available, what you had in stock. Thanks. Are we good? It Does it fit? It's not done yet. Oh. It's going to take her like a while. How long of a while? Let's just say she's real good and she's going to have it done tonight. For, by the show? Tomorrow morning. She guarantees it by tomorrow morning. Or two gold off. Okay. That ain't bad. It's a good deal. Do you want me to pay now or you want me to pay when I come back? Yeah, you got to pay now. All right. Or else I'm not doing the work. Do I trust that she's actually going to do it? She's easy to find because she has a shop. Okay. Well, I have this secret feeling that the town is called Consville, and everyone here is conning off the whole time. Not Red. (laughs) He's trustworthy. To be fair, he's not from the town because he was. uh, His family was hanging out in the uh, tailgating. So he's probably from Wrangleford or Buckminster. So I'm a little nervous. He can be from August Town and just likes to see Mage Ball. Everybody likes Mage Ball. Or maybe he specifically likes the Wrangleford Warlords. Um, hey, Raja, you need anything at the armory? Nope. Okay. Nope. When Did we you good? say Raja? Raj. Did you say Raj? She said, uh, hey, Raj, uh, 
I give her the money, but I am cautiously afraid that she's not going to perform the task. You got a two gold off guarantee. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I give her my 62 gold. See you later. Thanks, man. Cool. She gives you the three finger peace sign because of the way you talk. Yeah. I but gave it to her. But don't you leave, she spits on the ground. Yeah, but you don't but even like, see that. because she had like the, you know. That's for the listeners only. You don't know that. Is everyone in Consville a con? Will Dreamlancer really get to play the halftime show? Did someone mention an entire team was missing? Find out next time on Bordic Mystery Tour. show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. It is funny to me that you can't sing S on a pitch. Z, though, you can. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like an S, kind of. Enough to fool the listener. The listener. You can't sing an S on a pitch, but you can sing a Z on a pitch? Yeah. You can't sing it on a pitch. You can change the pitch, you but can it's change not the really sound. Because it's an unvoiced fricative. That's not the right word. Toothative, tongue toothative. Like try and hum and then sing. I can't hum. It's a Z. You can't. What about a a long C sound? (laughs) C. Still same. It's not called a fricative. What's it called? Pejorative. Nope. Tongue to the roof of the mouthative.